Welcome to episode 13 of Inner Healing Intelligence. Today we're going to be asking the question, is your relationship healthy? Five key questions to ask yourself. We'll be talking all about what does it mean for a relationship to be healthy versus unhealthy? How do you even evaluate if your relationship with someone is healthy or not? What does that even mean? So we'll be doing a deep dive today into the nature of healthy relationships. So stay tuned. Welcome, everyone. My name is Dr. Lori Little, and I'm a clinical psychologist, mindfulness coach, psychedelic therapist, wife, and mom. My passion is helping people learn to listen to and trust their inner healing intelligence, that part of us that is always moving towards health and growth. Ultimately, when we allow our inner healing intelligence to be our guide, we can stop looking outside of ourselves for answers. We can experience more joy, more peace, and more connection with others than we may have ever thought possible. Although it may sound simple, it is by no means easy. Join me as we discuss the many challenges and opportunities that listening to your inner healing intelligence can bring to your life. Welcome back. This is Dr. Little. Today, we're going to be talking about five key questions to ask yourself about your healthy relationship. Think about how many relationships you have in your life right now. You might have a spouse or a romantic partner. If you don't, chances are pretty good you probably have at least a friend or two or a coworker. Maybe you have relationships with siblings, your parents, or extended family members. All of these types of relationships can vary. Think of it on a spectrum from very healthy to unhealthy or to even abusive. The challenge is, how do you know if your relationship with someone is healthy or not? Today, we're going to be talking about specific key questions that you can ask yourself to determine if your relationship is in that healthy zone. Keep in mind, when I'm talking about relationship health, I really want you to be thinking about that spectrum. Think about, for example, with our physical health. We rarely try to define ourselves as physically healthy or physically unhealthy. There are just so many different parameters of health. My cardiovascular health, for example, might be fantastic, I might have really strong endurance and all my numbers, cardiac numbers are looking good, but I could have really poor strength in my muscles or maybe cognitively I'm struggling to remember as much as I used to. It's really the same with our relationships. There's no one single indicator of a healthy relationship, but there are several indicators. So today we're going to be talking about five of them and some corresponding red flags that we can be paying attention to. The first indicator and probably the most important of a healthy relationship is trust. It's pretty much impossible to have a healthy relationship if you don't trust the other person. 
And trust can really have a lot of different meanings. When I say trust, what I mean is that you can depend on the other person to tell you the truth. A person who says what they mean and means what they say is really a trustworthy person. So when you trust someone, you know that that person is being transparent with you. They're not avoiding sharing key details with you or um, they're not sharing just half truths with you. They're sharing the entire truth. Truthful people also most of the time are relatively accurate describers of situations or events. So they don't extremely exaggerate um, or lie to get out of a difficult situation. And remember that trust is really something that a person earns over time. The key piece of trust is reliability over time, where you get to see a pattern with this person that they do what they say they're going to do and what they share with you ends up being the truth. If you feel like you trust someone that you just met, well, that's great and all, but it is really more of a feeling than an actual reality because there's really no way to entirely trust someone immediately because you need some time with that person to see if what they say is the truth, what they're doing is consistent. Here are some common red flags to look out for that a person really might not be that trustworthy. The first is that you notice that the person lies. So maybe it's not even big lies like what they do for a living or where they live, but just the little white lies. So all of us, to a certain extent, are inclined to tell little white lies. A lot of it is about impression management, um, wanting other people to like us or make ourselves feel better. But when someone tells lots of white lies, that understandably is going to significantly bring down that trust factor in them. It's helpful to understand why is the person lying? So is the person telling these little white lies in order to make themselves feel better? Like, do they exaggerate a skill that they don't really have? Or do they embellish a story to make it sound more exciting than it really is? If you notice that the other person in your life tells these little white lies, then this is a red flag that I would encourage you to talk directly with this person about. If the person admits it and says, yeah, I guess I do that sometimes. I think it will make people like me more, but yeah, I'm definitely working on that. Then keep your eye on it, but proceed with caution. However, if the person tells even more lies to get out of being exposed, then really, really proceed very carefully with this person. It doesn't mean that you can't be friends with them, but you really might need to set some very clear boundaries and limits with them. You might decide, for example, not to share very deeply personal information about yourself with this person. 
Because trust is absolutely fundamental to the health of a relationship. So if you don't trust this person, then it's going to be very difficult for that relationship to be strong. Other red flags for trust are noticing that the person acts significantly differently around different people. It's normal to an extent for our personalities to vary a little bit from situation to situation. So maybe, for example, I'm more outgoing with my very close friends, but more shy in a social setting where I don't know many people. But on the whole, I'm pretty much the same person regardless of the situation that I'm in. So if you notice huge discrepancies between how someone is acting with you alone versus how they're acting in public, this is a bit of a concern. It can really make it difficult for you to know, well, who is the real person and who's going to show up on any given day? So that consistency in different settings is important. And lastly, If you find yourself doubting that the other person is going to follow through or do what they say they're going to do, this is a bit of a red flag as well. Now, no one is perfect and we shouldn't expect that. But if on the whole, you find yourself saying inside your head, yeah, I'll believe it when I see it or, you know, some other statement to yourself that indicates maybe this person really has a pattern of not following through on what they say. And that is definitely going to make it more difficult for you to trust them and to rely on them. A second key indicator of a healthy relationship is respect. And when I say respect, I mean in both directions. A healthy relationship is one in which you respect that person and that person respects you back. What do I mean by the word respect? To respect someone means that you care about them, you care about their feelings, and you really want to treat them well. You see them as an equal to you, and you treat them the way you would want to be treated. And so when a person respects you, they are treating you fairly. When there's respect in a relationship, you generally feel comfortable setting boundaries or setting expectations with this person because you feel generally confident that that person is going to accept those limits without major questions or complaints. So a red flag would be if you have to repeat your boundaries, repeat your expectations multiple times because the other person is not accepting them, you want to tread very carefully. This person is showing you that they don't respect you. You should not have to repeat your boundary more than once in order for it to be respected. Your boundaries and your limits should be respected the very first time. Also, if a person somehow expects things from you rather than asks for it. This is a pretty big red flag. When a person expects or demands that you do them a favor or they don't even see it as a favor, they see somehow that you are obligated to do something 
or give them something. This person is showing you that they are not respecting you and seeing you as a person with your own needs and your own wishes. In a respectful relationship, the other person will ask you for a favor. And not only that, they'll express gratitude and appreciation when you have helped them. So they respect your time as valuable. If a person just demands or expects certain things from you and doesn't perceive it as a favor, be very, very cautious. And lastly, and probably most importantly, when it comes to respect, a person who respects you will never call you derogatory names, even in jest. So when someone does something that you don't like and you tell them to stop, a person who respects you will stop right away and they won't make fun of you for it. Okay, so when you're in a relationship where that person respects you, that person will never pressure you to do something that you don't want to do. And you absolutely feel like you can clearly say to someone, no, I don't want to do that. And you don't worry about there being some sort of repercussion. Notice how you feel about yourself when you spend time with someone. This is a major red flag that if you feel anxious or bad about yourself after spending time with someone, this is a red flag that maybe the person is putting you down in very subtle ways. So no one deserves to be made fun of or put down, not ever. So this is never, ever acceptable and a big red flag that the person is not respecting you. The third sign of a healthy relationship is good communication. In a healthy relationship, you are able to be honest and open with that other person, and you can see that that person is listening, they care, and they're generally able to validate your feelings. And there's an equal balance of sharing back and forth. One person is not dominating the conversation all the time. So signs of a good communication in a relationship is that you feel you can share your thoughts and feelings and that other person can share their thoughts and feelings with you. If an issue or a conflict comes up, you both attempt to talk it over safely you both attempt to see each other's point of view. It doesn't mean that you don't argue. You absolutely can have arguments in a healthy relationship. In fact, we really would expect there to be disagreements and arguments, but it's the nature of the argument. Are you both trying to see the other person's perspective? Are you communicating clearly about your own thoughts and feelings rather than making assumptions or telling the other person what their experience is? Red flags regarding communication is frequent, frequent arguing or frequent misunderstandings of each other. It's really difficult to have a healthy relationship with someone where it seems like all they really want to do is blame you for things, 
rather than reflecting on their own role that they may have played in that situation. Alternatively, you actually can also have a relationship with someone who avoids all conflict altogether. So they pretend that there is no conflict, no conflict ever occurred. And so that can be equally destructive. Good communication is recognizing when something needs to be addressed. And even if it is difficult, making the time and the space to address it cooperatively. And good communication is really a skill that can be learned. If you didn't have healthy role models for clear and direct communication, then it's definitely something that you might need to learn and can take time and a lot of practice to get good at. But the biggest reason I see why couples come into couples therapy is because they have unhealthy communication dynamics. And so if this is something that you know you really struggle with, I absolutely would encourage you to read some self-help books or consider assertiveness training or even therapy to help improve your communication. The fourth sign of a healthy relationship is that you both put equal time and energy into the relationship. In a healthy relationship, one person's needs are not central all of the time. Of course, there are certain phases of our lives, certain situations that may occur where an imbalance might be present for a while. So, for example, imagine that your friend gets diagnosed with an illness and then on top of that, her husband leaves her. There could, of course, be many months in which most of your conversations are centered around her and what's going on in her life. That is totally understandable. However, if this relationship is healthy, you will see over time that things will balance out and you also trust that if you go through a rough patch, that she's going to be there to help you and to focus on you. The red flag is if there's a significant imbalance in the relationship where you feel like you're putting all of the energy into the relationship all of the time. So ask yourself if you are always the one coming up with the plans. Are you the one reaching out? Are you the one always trying to connect? Think about how energized do you feel when you're with that person? Do you feel drained or do you feel energized? If you feel drained after spending some time with this person, maybe there's an imbalance into how much energy you each are putting into it. And the fifth sign it actually seems pretty obvious on the surface, but you'd be surprised how many people really forget about this. The fifth sign of a healthy relationship is, do you enjoy being with them? In a healthy relationship, you laugh, you do fun things together, and you look forward to spending time with this person. You notice that you generally feel happy being with them, Maybe you feel good about yourself after having spent time with them. That feeling of being energized and your cup is full. Those are signs of a healthy relationship. 
And remember, you don't have to have everything in common, but you probably do need to have at least a couple things in common that you both can enjoy and do together. This is a really important component of romantic couples or married couples who have children. I always encourage my patients to make sure that after children, they still maintain the friendship in the marriage. Make sure that you don't throw everything you've got into your children's lives and then neglect the the romance, the friendship, the partnership that you and your partner have. Because the next thing you know, 18 years are going to fly by and the kids are going to be gone. You're going to be looking at each other like, I don't even know who you are anymore. So you have to prioritize the marriage, the friendship. Make sure that you continue to grow together over the years so that you continue to enjoy each other's company. Red flags that you no longer enjoy this uh, friendship or relationship is that the time together is often spent arguing or discussing the status of your relationship. Um, think about the times when relationships kind of come to their end. It seems like the only thing you're talking about is, are we going to be in a relationship or not? Notice if you don't have anything in common anymore. Maybe you have grown apart from this friend so that you used to have things in common at a certain phase of your lives, but maybe things have changed and your interests have changed or that other person has changed. This is normal. Notice how you feel after spending some time with this person. Do you feel tired or does it feel like it's taking a lot of work? If you notice that you feel annoyed with the person or maybe even dread, you dread seeing the person versus looking forward to it, these are all signs that it really does not sound like you like this person very much. Not only do I see this with married couples, but I'll also see this with family members. Just because this person is your sister doesn't mean that you have to like them. Just because you grew up together or were raised in the same family, you are not obligated to like them or spend time with them. You can love someone, but not really like them. And that is perfectly okay. A lot of times we try to make a friendship where it just isn't going to happen and it's okay to give yourself permission to say, hey, I love this person, but I don't really like them. So I'm going to limit the time that I spend with them. Hopefully these five key indicators will give you some insights into how healthy or unhealthy your relationships are on that spectrum. Remember, everyone, no matter what, deserves to have healthy relationships in their lives. You deserve to be loved, to be cared for, to be treated with respect, no matter what. Our relationships with others are directly related to our relationship with ourselves, meaning that if we don't love ourselves, if we don't have a strong, trusting, healthy relationship with ourselves then we are not likely to have a strong, trusting relationship with anyone else. 
I really believe that we teach people how to treat us. So if we want to be loved and respected by others, it starts first with loving and respecting ourselves. It's also not possible for every relationship in your life to be healthy. I mean, just think again of how many different types of relationships there are. We don't need to expect perfection, but please notice that if you do have a pattern of having unhealthy or abusive relationships in many areas of your life, then I would strongly encourage you to consider working with a good therapist to help you better understand how did it get to be this way and what can you start doing today to change that. I will continue to talk about strengthening your relationship with yourself in future episodes as well. Until then, I hope you have a wonderful week. If this episode has been helpful for you and you can think of someone in your life who would benefit from learning more about healthy and unhealthy relationships, I would so appreciate it if you would share it with a friend. Take care and I'll see you in the next episode. Thank you so much for joining me today. If you'd like to learn more, you can reach me at laurielittle.com where I share additional free resources and lots of information. If you enjoyed this episode, it would mean so much to me if you could write a review and share it with a friend. See you in the next episode.